Hello, my friends, Nick Labretti here for JR Cigars. Hello, my friends, Nick Labretti here for JR Cigars. And here at JR, we are passionate about everything. You want cigars? We're passionate about Romeo, Monte Cristo, Aging Room. You passionate about cigar cutters, lighters? We have everything. We are passionate about life here at JR Cigars and only here at JR Cigars. Did we get it? I'm not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? I'm out here busting my hump. I got Mike guy in here. Get this freaking camera out of the way. At JR Cigars, we're passionate about everything. Get ready for Smoke Night Live. Master Sensei. go ladies and gentlemen we're on the air my friends oh my goodness good to, good to be in yes randall good Terrence. evening good greatest night of our lives this is episode 323 of smoke night live so it's there's, it's taken quite a bit mm-hmm. to get to where we are now it which, is like 322 episodes uh, yeah well <laughs> And not only that, so we were going to do the uh, show in the warehouse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of didn't, uh, we weren't sure if there would be yeah, the Wi-Fi wasn't there. Wi-Fi. And we had some kind of other plans. Those, you know, sort of fell through. So we're winging it. We are here at the this beautiful Airbnb, Ooh. Randy. Yes. Sitting in the gorgeous Miami Ugh. evening. Is it, 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 We're just living the dream. We're living the dream, baby. We're living the dream. Yeah. So uh, Terrence is on the show. Hey, before we really get into the show, and we'll, we're going to talk to Terrence about a whole bunch of stuff. Guys, here's the thing. You can win 50 premium cigars right out of my humidor, Randall. Oh, my God. 50. You didn't tell me about this. Fifth, not, I, I didn't say 15. I said 5 are, are you saying Pam or Pan? <laughs> yeah. And so all you got to do, guys, is follow us on YouTube. Click. Click the subscribe button. Look at that. There's Ooh, look the, at that. That's a bag. There's oh my god. There's a little bit of everything in there. Jordan, you can tell folks what some of those some of those are. She's a butte, Clark. I'm seeing uh, Perdomo 10th anniversary, Sun Grown. We're seeing Caldwell. There's LFD. We got uh, we got some foundation stuff. We got uh, some uh, protocol. There's some there's a Hoya de Nicaragua, Antonio in there. Lots of goodies. Man. A little bit of everything. That, so that is one heck of a grab bag. It it's is a, a bag. It is a heck of a bag. <laughs> and uh, I've seen a lot of bags in my life, and that's one of the best. <laughs> that is. So if you want to win that, enter to win that. Just mm-hmm. all you got to do, uh, Randy, Terrence, subscribe to our YouTube page because we're, yes. we're really going. We're really going. We're leaning into the YouTube. Yeah, thing, leaning Randy. into YouTube. We're leaning yeah, into. Do you know YouTube. that we're dual casting all the shows now, Terrence? Dual. I had no idea. Tri- no, actually, we're triple cast. Oh, that's right. Triple cast. That one keeps throwing me off. I literally didn't know that Twitter had a live yes. feature. So anyway, subscribe to us on YouTube. But you also have to click the little bell icon. Notifications. The, the little bell icon uh, is part of the entry. You have to do that. Mm. And it's a good thing anyways because that tells you uh, every time that we are uh, uh, 
about live. to, you know, yep. go live with something. Yep. Oh. And that's going to be relevant this week, right? We're, we're going to be doing some events here in Miami. We're going to be going live kind of randomly throughout the day. Right. I, folks, uh, have access actually to the accounts this week, this week only. And, and so you never know. I could just go live randomly. You know, I can be on my way to the head and just yeah. like want to say a couple things to Dojo Nation. And, you know, I might just jump on. So you want to have those notifications on because right. you don't want to miss seeing that live. And then the final step, Terrence, is you must comment on any of our YouTube videos between uh, the time we started this contest last week and March 9th, which is when on Flavor Odyssey, Randy, your show. Yes. We will announce the uh, winner. It'll be a random uh, uh, winner based on all of those qualified entries fantastic that's so, super exciting there we it, go i gotta ask yeah am i eligible to win this bag of cigars no damn you are not eligible for any sort of cigars uh but that's all right uh, uh well well i think you're gonna have fun anyways randy Indeed. make sure to subscribe Indeed. to our youtube channel randy yes. because uh well, maybe you'll, maybe you'll win in spirit okay in spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm with that if if there's any chance by, by spirit that, can, that means you're not gonna win that's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I can feel like a winner if you get a participation trophy out of the whole thing. So, Terrence, we're in your neck of the woods, my friend. Yes, sir. Terrence Riley, Aganor Salif Cigars. Let's give a little bit of that. Boom, boom, boom. You guys all know him, love him. He's a, uh, a hero to Dojo uh, community. Person of the year. Person, Person of the, of the year. year. What? Now, when you woke up that morning, were you a different, a different man? Totally. Yeah. I was a different person. <laughs> yes. It was incredible. And what I like what I like to tell people is because it's per, I, I'm actually extra happy it's person of the year. Because if it had been just man of the year, there could be women in the industry mm. that might say, well, he didn't go up against me. Right. He would have lost. Now this it's covers, person, yeah, this covers, it covers all everybody. the bases. I'm better than everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the bottom line. Now, Terrence, uh, we're like I said, we're here in your neck of the woods. Yes, sir. Uh, and not only are we in your neck of the woods, we are literally in like, you know, the neighborhood. You know, the the I mean, we're like, uh, uh, old Cali Ocho's just right over there. Right yeah, now, yeah. You know? The stadium, Marlin Stadium, is right up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you I, can, I can hear the rhythm coming from Cali. That's not even a lie. Right that's true. That's you can actually you literally hear, hear the music from Cali Ocho right yeah. here, right now. So this just when you're here, Terrence. You just feel like you need a cigar in your mouth, no. yeah. right? Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, I think you should feel that way all the time, no matter what. <laughs> but, but certainly here more than anywhere, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, hey, uh, we, we're, we're going to get into uh, a little bit of uh, showing people how to validate. Yes, uh, validation process. Now, you can. there's a huge spectrum of validation, right? There mm. is. Just smoking a cigar is, is an essentially validating. But maybe you to, want to take it to, a little further. To the untrained eye. Right. Ooh. Okay, but, well, let me, let me just say, I have some questions about this whole validation thing. You know, it's been it's been a thing you've been, you know, really building up. We have some patches that I saw you giving out in an yeah. event earlier. Validation patches, yeah. There's validation patches. Can you explain the, the, the origin of the Agnorsa validation process from, you know, its inception? So uh, in our office, Paul Palmer, who's the president of the company, mm -hmm. he, uh, when, when a shipment comes in, He'll say, Terrence, let's go, let's go validate it. And, oh. and so there's actually a real thing where when a shipment comes in, you open up uh, various products and you, you, you look at the box, you look at the cigar, you make sure the wrapper looks right, you look at the, is it presented right, is the band on right, um, you, you, draw, you 
you draw on it, see if it's if, if the draw is good. You light it up, you smoke it. Is it consistent? Is it it's smoking the way that uh, it's supposed to smoke? Is, is the experience uh, you know what we expect it to be? And so that's actually a real thing that we do. Mm. What I do <laughs> is when I want to smoke something and justify it as work. Mm. I genius. call it validating. Oh, genius. So that's so that's how we we, we avoid. All. Also, by the way, for Facebook, you sh- you write the word smoking social media, that that's flagged. They got like, like the Gestapo mm. out there mm. tracking all this stuff. You say validation, they have no idea what that is. Gotcha. It's like so, a secret word. Yeah. So if you want more people to know what the hell you're doing, you got to use validation. I'm validating. Yeah. All right. So um, we're gonna we're gonna take it a step further tonight because yes. you have a. Uh, Terrence, you have a really cool uh, little tasting experience that you do for folks that uh, want to uh, maybe understand a little bit more about tobacco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we talk tonight, um, you're going to kind of step us through some of this. So let's let's get started. Yeah, let's, let's, let's let the journey begin. Let's let the journey begin. Yeah. So so what we're going to do here is what we call the Aganorsa experience. And what, and what this is is basically we're going to taste the two tobaccos that make up the backbone of Aganorsa. Mm-hmm. It's Corojo 99 from Jalapa and Criollo 98 from Esteli. And every single cigar that we make has these two tobaccos in there. Some some of uh, have more, some have less, some have you know wrapper binder filler, some have just filler, some have. But it's always there. And so what you, what we're doing kind of is like if we're giving you the sugar and the butter and the cake. Every cake has sugar. Every cake has butter. Maybe except vegan cakes, and nobody likes those. <laughs> um, but but generally speaking, we're giving by these two tobaccos. You're going to understand how we create the signature flavor of Aganorsa. Okay. Uh, and That's again, the best way to really ju- say just, it, right? This is the house fa- the signature flavor yeah, of Aganorsa. Yeah. One of these two, in one way or another, is going to be a, a driving force in, in, in the blend uh, of the blend. Okay. And right. and it'll always be present in some capacity. And we're Chad? and we're not the first people to experience this, by the way. Uh, you know, Michael Herklotz uh, does an incredible um, presentation with Fumas, Jose Blanco, the Davidoff. Uh, they do. We do a little bit simpler because what we want when we do this at an event, we do this at retail stores, is anybody who walks in the store, we want them to be able to, to enjoy this. And I think as it gets more complex and more, you add more Fumas and, and tobaccos, it's hard for the average person to kind of appreciate it. So we we want we want to keep it simple and, and and allow anyone that does this to say okay I understand that can ourselves. Right. So so well, just to be clear because you're using the term fumas. Yeah. Uh, I've also he- heard puritos. Those are the same puritos, thing. Puritos. Right? Yeah. There's a, there's several words for it. Okay. Uh, it's basically this is a rolled up leaf. And, and Literally a single leaf. Single leaf. And so yeah. what farmers do or farmers or agronomists or or guys they they do this at all all stages of growing, um, or the the process of of, of of, of tobacco. So you do this, this during the greatest night of our You do this in the the bales. You do this before they roll. And, and the Ooh. idea is that when you're blending cigars, consistency is crucial. If you don't have consistency, you don't have anything. If you smoke the cigar and you're like, oh, well, this time it was good. And this time it was bad. And this time it was strong. And this time it was mild. That's not a good thing. That's, right, that's right. worse than it's better to be consistently average than, than inconsistently great. Um, okay. And so you, what you obviously are aiming for is to be consistently great. Um, and so what we have right here is called Corojo 99. Oh, yes. So that's a seed bridle. Oh, yes. We're the only major growers of it in Nicaragua uh, because we grow it for flavor and aroma. And you would say, well, why else would you grow tobacco other than flavor and aroma? It's like, well, the tomatoes at the grocery store aren't grown 
purely for, for flavor. They're grown because they don't bruise too fast. They don't ripen too fast. So when they ship them from Florida to Ohio or wherever they send them, um, there's other factors involved. Yeah, right, you know? right. Um, and so uh, when you're a farmer, you have a lot of money invested in what you're growing. Um, so if you have something that ferments faster, that has a better yield, even if it doesn't taste as good, you have a financial incentive to sure, grow it, sure. which is completely understandable. But we're on a scale, we grow on a scale and we have the capacity to grow Kodoho 99 because, uh, you know, for those reasons. And, and it, the flavor and aroma on it is really special and nobody else is doing it other than us in Nicaragua. And so, uh, we grow it primarily in the Jalapa region. Jalapa is very similar to Pinar del Rio in Cuba mm. and Pinar del Rio, um, uh, the conditions there are, are the best growing regions in Cuba. When people talk about Cuban tobacco, they're talking about Pinar del Rio. Yep. Uh, they grow tobacco in other places, but really the, the, the what makes Cuba famous is Pinar del Rio. And that's kind of the western end of the valley is on the western end of that. Yeah, right? it, it's in uh, Vota Bajo and Vota it's, it's in that, that region. It's, right. two, it's two towns, basically, San Juan and San Luis, I believe are the mm-hmm. names. Uh, and, so, and so Jalapa has this nice reddish sandy soil. It, we grow wrapper binder filler there. So this tobacco is in every cigar that we smoke. Okay. We, we smoke. Well, well, before we get started, can I just ask you a couple follow-up questions? Because you just kicked out a lot of knowledge. I got some questions. Is that right? Sure, sure, <laughs> sure, sure, Randy. Can we light them while you're asking well, the sure, question? Sure, go, go right ahead. But, yeah. but, uh, Otherwise, the show's going to be three hours. Who, who let this guy on the show? <laughs> I've, no, no, Randy, go ask. So this is, this is very exciting I've never seen Any, him on the show before. Why is he here? Anybody that, that ever follows, you know, the Flavor Odyssey and everything, you know, I'm, I'm an inquisitive guy. I'm, I'm really into the, the, the whole process of this. So um, the, way you, the way you just said that was interesting, and, and I think it's a great point to bring up is as the uh, agronomist, you have all these other um, agendas, really. You want to make sure that your crop is of the highest yield and everything else. So when you say that Agonorsa leaf very much grows it for flavor and aroma, you are conceding that you might not check certain other boxes. You're okay having a, a, a smaller yield, potentially, or having the fermentation take a little longer because the goal is the flavor and the aroma is, is couldn't, that's couldn't, it. Couldn't right? say any better. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay. We're, okay. we're sacrificing other things. Right, right. Okay. Yield uh, also um, in order to have that special flavor and aroma. Okay, fantastic. And, and so when you light this up, the key thing with Corojo, and by the way, if you guys attend a, uh, one of our Agonorsa Experience events, this is what we do. And and so with this Fuma, what you should primarily experience, and we don't get into butter, pecan, popcorn, whatever it is. Uh, you know, everyone has their own palate, and they're going to taste different things. But everyone that smokes this should get three characteristics. They should get uh, salivation on the sides of their mouth, spice up front through the retrohale, and a lingering sweetness. Mm. And so those are the three key characteristics. And that's specifically of the Corojo 99 out of Jalapa. Correct. Is, is going to draw You know, draw like some tobaccos will dry your palate. Mm. This doesn't do that. Like, we call this a gusher. You just get that salivation. They want to know if this is wrapper, binder, or filler. So this is binder, but the, but that has nothing to do with the taste. Remember, when they it's grow... The, to, uh, the look of yeah, the leaf. Yeah, when, when they grow tobacco, the tobacco doesn't know what it is. What they do is they take the leaf and they go... Okay, the integrity of the leaf is perfect. The color is uniform. This is wrapper. Okay, this is a little bit beat up. Uh, uh, you know, the color is off. This can be binder. And then this is this is even more a little bit uh, rough and 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 doesn't you can't it doesn't serve as binder. This is filler. So for tasting purposes, we use binder 
um, because wrapper is expensive and, and filler. It's hard to roll because sure. it, it, of, of its, uh, the, the integrity of the leaf. So that being said, so, so this is labeled Viso. Yes. Which, which is re- really, if I, if I recall the, the lesson, right, it really just says what priming it is, whether it was bottom, middle or top of the plant more or less. Yeah. Right? So, so on a, a tobacco plant, the nutrients want to go to the flower where the seeds are. They right, cut right. that off uh, unless they're growing seeds for future crops. So, so the, the nutrients disperse the, the leaves, but they still trend upwards. And so your top leaves, which are also more exposed to the sun, more, uh, are going to be lijero. They're the strongest leaves. Um, they're going to be very potent, um, thicker. You have your viso, which is what this is. This is, this is going to be not as intense as lijero, but still have some body and flavor. Really, Nicaraguan viso is what's made Nicaragua famous right. because it's got a lot of flavor and complexity. Um, you know, without being linear. And so that, that really is what makes it special. And then you have your secos at the bottom of the plant, which are good for combustion, which are going to be lighter. Um, and, and so a cigar is made out of all the parts of the plant, generally speaking. Um, but we use Visa for this because Visa is really what makes Nicaragua special. So Visa could be used really as any one of the three, uh, it, just depending on how the leaf turned out. It, yeah. it could be used as, as wrapper. Yeah. It could be, end up as filler. Absolutely. Okay. You, can't, you can't use Lijero as, as wrapper because it's too, it's too thick. Um, it. But Viso can, be, can potentially be used All three. As, as wrapper. Yeah. Okay. Very okay. Good. Very interesting. And they, I, I got to say, Jordan and Randy, the flavor of this kind of reminds me of something. Tonight's 323rd episode of Smoke Night Live, and clearly the greatest night of our lives, is brought to you by JR Cigars. JR Cigars is one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundles to extremely high end boxes, plus a huge selection of cigar accessories. Not only does JR offer the best prices on some of your favorite brands, such as Romeo and Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, and Aganorsa Leaf, as a Dojo member, you get another 18% off by using coupon code DOJOLOVE at checkout. And don't forget to try some of their exclusive lines, like the Drew Estate Nightshade or the limited edition Alec and Bradley Wagyu. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars at JR Cigars today. Wow. I love how everything I just said, nobody, like, they're like, oh, Randy, the best part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, we we knew. I uh, should start talking like that. I say this. Kuro 99, the best, <laughs> most intensive seed of Cuban bridal that you could have. We knew that uh, we knew folks might be jonesing for Randy's reads since there was none on Wednesday. So thank you, Randy. And I would say, I would say, no. you 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 went smooth right into that. I yeah, mean, you're used yeah. to a different read. Oh, no. You're you know, a great man. You know, you you really <laughs> nailed that one. I don't know, Jordan. What do you say? That's a good like a 9.2. Well, I yeah, I mean, I would go. Uh, I'll I'll give it a nine because I liked his energy, uh, but you know it's understandable. He doesn't know the read. He's used to a different read. And he's you know he's having to. You can tell he's having Listen, to look at the. Positive. He's having to look at the teleprompter <laughs> a couple positive. times. Uh, yeah, we'll go we'll go nine on this one. 
right. you, well, you got to understand, Jordan is is the Russian judge. Yes. Uh, in 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 this uh, in yes. in this uh, in this whole scenario, he's usually the hardest on me of the whole team. But uh, but I but I appreciate the opportunity. Excited to be here on Smoke Night Live. But uh, super excited to continue on with the uh, Agnosa experience. I'm I'm getting a lot of sweetness out of this. I definitely get the salivation. So I, I, I think we're checking all the boxes for what we expected to get from this. So so put this down, but don't put it out, because we're going to okay. come back to it. Okay. All right. So so put this down. Don't put it out. So all right. Now we can do that. We're going to smoke with Criollo 98. And by the way, Corojo 99, Criollo 98, these are Cuban seed varietals. The original Cuban Corojo was, was basically exterminated uh, in the 70s. It got a uh, disease. I think it was blue mold. And it almost annihilated Cuban tobacco. And so ever since then, they've started growing different varietals, which uh, w- which are resistant to disease, which have different flavor, which have different yield. They're gro- they're trying to improve the, the seed varietals. Right. And there's a whole bunch of these. There's Habano 92. There's Habano 2000. There's Corojo 99, Corojo 98, Corojo 2012, uh, Corojo 2006. And and that just means the year that the varietal was starting to be used. Mm-hmm. So that's when I said when I said the tobacco is not from that time. It's just right, right. that's the seed varietal was released by Cuba at that time. So, so let me this, just ask you real quick before you move on from that. Is It's my understanding that Cuba chat. basically does not use Corojo 99 at all anymore. Cuba, I think, still uses Corojo. They don't use Corojo 98 as far as I know. I think they okay. still use Corojo 99. Okay. Um, but I, honestly, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure enough. I, they just keep developing these varietals to right. see, to, for, better, for better yield. So so is there is there benefits uh, that Nicaragua... Uh, provides that you guys are more successful than apparently they yeah. were, or is it through yeah, the so techniques I, of agronomy that Agnorsa Leaf uses? I, I think it's, it's, it's kind of like Malbec. Malbec is was uh, is a is originally a French yep. uh, grape um, that they don't grow there, but really took off in Argentina. Mm-hmm. And so I think different seeds grow better different places. Okay. Um, and also, again, like I said, it, it's also a financial. Uh, decision as well right. you have seed varietals there's also all sorts of other seeds there's there's hybrid seeds that they've developed uh, that are combinations of things okay. and then other countries have seeds that people grow places so there's a whole bunch of different uh options depending on what you're looking to do okay. all right so this is criollo 98 criollo 98 is is commonly grown in nicaragua we're not the only major ones um the uh um placencia i know grows criollo 98 i'm sure a lot of other um Growers grow. I, th- I believe uh, uh, AJ grows it. My father, um, and so it's quintessential Nicaraguan tobacco. And this is grown in Esteli. Esteli has volcanic soil. When you think of Nicaraguan tobacco, this is what you're thinking of. It's going to be earthier. It's going to be grittier. When you take your tongue, put it to the roof of your mouth, you get a little salt. Okay, I get that. Definitely oh, yeah. get the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, but t- completely different flavor and aroma. Like nobody smokes these two and says. I can't. I can't tell the difference. Right, right. They're they're really the opposite ends of the spectrum. Exactly. Yeah. We do that intentionally so that anyone that does this is really getting uh, a, a clear understanding that the the seed varietal and the region you grow it in will produce a different effect. And because it's a, it, they're both viso, so they're both the middle part of the plant, but we we change the seed varietal and we change the region. Okay. And you guys use, for the most part. I'm sure there can be some exception. For the most part, you guys include both of them, which really adds to a greater spectrum of complexity in your cigars in general. Yeah, so all our cigars will have Corojo 99 from Jalapa is used as wrapper, binder, and filler. And Corojo 98 from Esteli is used as binder and filler. Okay. You can't really grow wrapper in Esteli. It's very difficult. It's a little mm. hotter there. 
you get the thicker leaf. It doesn't really work for wrapper. Um, but we use them both in all blends. Every mm. single blend will have both Corojo and Criollo. You definitely get that briny, salty mm-hmm. uh, note off this right away. And there's, you know, when we do this, some people, sometimes we do it and everybody loves mm. the Corojo more. Sometimes we do it and everyone loves the Criollo more. Sometimes mm. it's split. It, it's kind of like, you know, California uh, Cabernet or Bordeaux, which is better. You know, it's, a, it's an opinion. Right, right. So they both have great, great characteristics. But the, the best part is as we take a few puffs here, is we're going to Cheech and Chong it. <laughs> we're going to put them together. If you, you know, for those of you familiar with Cheech and Chong movies, you know, uh, we're going to, we're going to put them together, make sure mine went out, but make sure they're both still lit and puff them together. And what's going to happen is you're going to see how they combine. They become more complex, mm-hmm. more balanced, more nuanced. And you sure are right that you could never confuse them for being the same thing. They really stand yeah. out starkly different. And, and when you put them together, they're, it's more complex. It's greater than the sum of its parts. So they complement mm. each other. And I always say is that you can have, like, I like lobster and I like uh, peanut butter. I don't know if I like peanut butter or my lobster. <laughs> uh, and, so, and so you need two things that not only are great by themselves, but, but combine well. Yeah, right. Right. And so that's really the key. Is that, oh, wow. that This is the signature flavor of Aganarsa. Yeah. This is the backbone of all our blends. This is what makes us special. And, and this is the result, not only of growing these seed varietals in these regions, but our, our curing, fermentation, aging, and blending. We control the process seed to ash so that that end result is something that we've cultivated from beginning to end. And, that, and that's really what makes us special. And so when we do this, if you don't like this, there's other good cigars out there. Smoke something else. Right. But if you like what we're, what we're smoking right here, Nobody else produces this, and and this is what makes it special. Yeah, the, the Esteli uh, tobacco really has a horseradishy mm, yeah. pepper in your nose yeah. when it's just by itself like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, imagine a, uh, a full uh, Robusto just of that. It would be very it's, difficult. Yeah, to- <laughs> so, so that's why I would say is it's kind of like some people like saltier food. Some people like uh, uh, more sugary you know, food or savory or sweet. But people generally don't like eating sugar and salt. They like that as an aspect of what they're enjoying. And so it's the same thing with this. Those characteristics that stand out by themselves, we want them to be an aspect. We don't want them to be the dominant flavor. And, and, the, and the, really the, the, the beauty of it is that combining of, of these tobacco. And this is chopsticks. A cigar is Mozart. A cigar is made with wrapper binder filler. Right. It's tobaccos from different regions, different fields. Even for, for us, even... Even within a field, we divide into lots. Sometimes certain lots on the field will have a different flavor. So it's much more complex, but this gives you a good sense of like, okay, when you combine these two tobaccos, there's something there that's greater than the sum of its parts. Now, Randy, I know uh, on Flavor Odyssey, you and Robbie uh, spend a lot of time talking about, you know, complementary flavors, opposite type flavors and that kind of thing. And a lot of people just enjoy cigars, Terrence, and they just say, you know what, I, I, it, I like it. It's a cigar. And yeah, that's com- right. completely 100% fine. Absolutely. But it also is fun to start to understand the components kind of like what you guys do on Flavor Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, like th- this, uh, uh, these, this goes together, the salt goes good with the sweetness of this, that kind of stuff. And if you like, you know, getting into the nuts and bolts of it, like this is a great way to... You know, really start to understand where Absolutely. these flavors are coming from. Yeah, and, and so we have, but we have, we have both categories. So like, we'll do an event, and we'll have guys that are super into everything and have a bunch of question, technical questions. They're they're the Randys of the world, and uh, and so 
this is really enjoyable for them. Yeah. And then the guy that just like you said, Eric, that just comes in and says, listen, I just smoke cigars. I, I don't know anything about tobacco. I don't know anything about seeds. And you do this with them. And they're like, okay, now I know why I like that. What we really want to do is cultivate people's palates so that they trust themselves. You know, the only sure. palate that matters is yours. Because right. one of the things w- when we do this is really interesting is that they're always kind of making excuses. Like, they're like, oh, I don't know anything about cigars. Yeah. I just know, I know I, I, I like this brand or I like, but they're kind of qualifying it as if like, like just because I like it doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. And we're trying to convince them the opposite is right. that. If you like it, it's good. Yes. But let's show you why you like it. Mm-hmm. And so if you have Coro 99 and you like that sweetness and you like that salivation, okay, I really love certain brands of Agnorsa because it has that quality as a dominant feature. And then if they like that more savory, more gritty, salty note from the, from the Criollo, then they know why they like it. So it's really just about giving them the tools so that they they have confidence in their palate. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's such a great way way to put it because I I say the same thing to people all the time. Is the, people ask, well, how do you learn? You, you know, I pay attention. That's the simple answer. I pay a little bit more attention. Maybe uh, I, I work on being able to describe what what I'm perceiving. And and to your to your previous point, and I love what you said there uh, about about that uh, horseradish uh, kind of intensity, is that when these are used in different ratios, sometimes. Uh, more skewed towards the criollo, sometimes uh, skewed more towards the crioyo. Uh, that you know, all sweet, uh, you know, that salty, briny uh, kind of intensity can can actually amplify some of the sweetness in in very Absolutely. small amounts. So, right? so if you take a piece of watermelon, you put a little salt on it. It even amplifies the sweetness. Right. It doesn't become salty. There's not quite enough salt to make it salty. It just amplifies the sweetness that's, that's already there. And then vice versa. Absolutely. All, all criollo uh, could could be a little too too much burn, too intense. And some a little bit of corojo can add some sweetness, kind of soften that on your palate a little bit. Yeah. It, it's And again, like, people will be like, uh, like so we use Medio Tempo on our blends. Mm. And people will be like, oh, I want a cigar of all Medio Tempo. I'm like, no, you don't. No, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't burn. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't burn, and it would be, it'd be like, it, you know, like Tabasco sauce. It would be like, you put a little yeah. on your food, you like, oh, I love Tabasco sauce. Right. Well, you well, don't drink, drink Tabasco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, or maybe you, know, maybe you do, but most, <laughs> most people don't, you know, do that. Phenomenal. And, uh, and so the Tabasco sauce is like an amplifier to the food. It's not meant to be the only thing you taste. Well, this is fantastic. I got, I got to ask them. Yeah. Can I have a follow-up here? Get, if you know, just based on the uh, descriptions that we've given here on the show tonight, you know, uh, the corojo being sweeter, more salivating, criollo, saltier, a little, a bit more intense. Uh, can you give us some examples of the Agnorsa leaf portfolio that if someone heard these descriptors and felt like, oh, I, I think I'd like a cigar that leaned more one way or another. Sure. Can, you, can you just name a couple of your guys' cigars? Which, which leans which way, in your opinion? Sure. So so we have kind of ones that are dominant one way or other, and right. some are more balanced between the two. Sure. So for if you if you like our Coro or, or Aganor's Leaf, Supreme Leaf, um, it's definitely an option for, for Corojo dominant. Okay. Um, or Aganor's Leaf, Corojo, obviously. Um, and then for the the... Um, the, the Criollo, uh, definitely our Maduro blends. Okay. Our Maduro blends, see, people always think, oh, Maduro stronger. San Andreas, if you take the same exact blend and put like a, a Corojo wrapper uh, or a Habano wrapper or uh, something, you know, something like that on, on the blend, it'll be stronger than a San Andres Maduro. San Andres is not strong, but people expect Maduro to be a stronger cigar 
So for us to do that, we use more Criollo in the Maduro to make it richer and heavier. Wow. Okay. Um, and, and so our Maduro, uh, you know, Anniversario Maduro, uh, Aganorce Leaf Maduro, um, JFR Maduros, um, uh, uh, Loco, uh, Lunatic Locos, those are all more dominated by that by that Criollo. Got it. If you want the balance, our Guardian of the Farm, uh, the classic, yep. is a great balance between the two, um, as well as our Anniversario Corojo. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a Corojo wrapper, right. the balance is really is really good there. Um, and then now we're using Corojo 2012, which is a new seed right, bridle, yeah. and the Guardian of the Farm Cerberus. And so that adds another dimension there. So th- th- those are kind of the, the different profiles. But what, what, great. what we always say is, you know, Go out, validate, validate one for yourself, and uh, and you know, validation leads to fulfillment. Now, Terrence, guys, uh, real quick, I'm a big fan. Uh, yeah, I've polled the audience on the uh, Agonorsa Criollo and Corojo, and we are looking at uh, 79% Corojo, 21% go Criollo. What a what a what an well, intelligent audience we have. Yeah. yeah. So I personally prefer the Corojo myself. Yeah. I'm a big Corojo uh, guy, but you really. Really, uh, you know, we, when we do this, I would say overall it's about 50-50. Really? It's, it's just really um, the people that more like that classic Nicaragua flavor profile, they kind of lean more towards the, the Criollo. And the guys that really are uh, huge fans of, you know, Agonorsa specifically, they're more Corojo. Yeah, like the, the Reviver, for instance. That's like yeah, a, Corojo a, dominant. a graham crackery sweet. Yeah, so so that is that that is very dominant Corojo on the Reviver. Uh, again, which is what... Which what, what was what personally I like. I, I yeah. like that Corojo dominance. Um, but, that, you know, I'm a servant of the company, and I'm here to find you the cigar that yeah. you're going to enjoy, enjoy the most. And so if you prefer the, the Criollo uh, flavor profile, well, we got something that you're really going to enjoy. Now, uh, that brings up an interesting perspective as far as uh, the, the master blenders who blend these things. It's a lot like a beer in the beer industry or especially bourbon because it takes so long to make a bourbon. Sure. So you're... You're basing um, the end result off of years and years of experience. Like these, this goes well together. Like, you know, it tastes a certain way maybe when we roll it, but we know in like three years from now it's still going to be really good. Like that experience that they've built on for however many years in the farms, understanding the tobaccos that that do go well together. That's really what makes a master blender a master blender. Absolutely. And and there's no, it's kind of like you can read all the books about war on earth and if you've never been in it, like it's not the same thing. And it's the same thing. If you're not in the fields, if you're not doing this all the time, you, you, even for us, it's, it's, it's problematic when you have people come down, you know, a store, somebody that's going to do a brand and, and they're in the factory and they're smoking a blend that's just rolled that's not what it's going to taste like. Right. And so you have to, it's very difficult because pe- people are like, well, I don't like this or, oh, it's too strong or it's too mild. Or, and you have to say, listen, this is what it tastes like now. Yeah. In three months, six months, this is this is going to be the, the flavor profile. And so it's it, you really, the only way to learn that is just uh, is just practice and, and experience. Right. And so to your point, I mean, our guys, I mean, Arsenio Ramos, who God bless us all, he passed away in 2018. Um he, he had 50 years in Cuba and then another 20 with us. Um, so he'd been in the business for you know, nearly a century. Jacinto uh, Iglesias, uh, uh, Chandito Gomez, uh, uh, all these guys that we have, they have a lifetime of doing this. And there's nothing that you can do 
to speed that up. Right. I mean, you just you have to be able to be to have that time out there. How, following up on that, what's the sort of the the recipe book like these days? Is it modern? Is it is it a database, a spreadsheet? You know, no, this it, is how it's, we... it's literally a book. Okay, it looks like a phone book, and it's that thick. And they go through and all the and it's handwritten. All the blends are. What, what happens if? Uh, how do we protect this book? I mean, is it? Uh... It's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's no fires because uh, oh, there's no database. Chad, we need to get we need to come up with some sort of system to digitize this because uh, there, this, there, it, it seems a little it's precarious. A, next time I go down there, I'll take a picture. Of it. It's <laughs> it's a book about that thick and and uh, you oh that blend or this blend and they go in there and they and, and it's all handwritten down in there. Well, right, that's amazing. And then, like you said, uh, even the blends themselves, I mean, the tobacco from one year to another year uh, changes. And so they need to be, those guys, they can understand that. And they can say, like, okay, well, this is the way we made it last year. But now with this tobacco, maybe we need to dial this back down a little bit. Yeah. It's really strong this year. Change yeah, yeah, you, you, have to, you have to, to, to the, with, with the two things with keep, the biggest thing that separates great companies from everybody else is is consistency you can take a monkey and that monkey will eventually pick out some tobaccos that go well together (laughs) being able to produce that over and over and over again is really this is where the 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 science comes in and or the art Uh, and 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 no matter how much so you have to have inventories right because if you have a a cigar you're making you have to have the inventories to keep making it in in quantities but at some point that tobacco runs out and so you have to be every year looking at, the, at, the, at that. Okay, so let's say you're using the 2015 vintage for a blend from Jalapa in San Jose, lot seven. And in the next year, 2016, a lot of rain, different, different taste profile. Okay, you need to either get to the next year, have enough tobacco to get to uh, the following year. Uh, or or be able to implement different lots right. on there, and so it, it's this constant playing. I mean, it, with wine, uh, if I say, you know, uh, Eric, I didn't like the Cabernet, uh, whatever it is, you're like, oh well, that's because the last time you drank it, it was the 2018 uh, vintage. This is the 2019. And I go, oh, okay, and you accept that as an answer, um, or I accept that as an answer. The cigars. You tell the guy, oh, well, that's because it was using 2018 tobacco, and now you're in 19. The guy goes, what do you mean? You know, he doesn't, he doesn't accept that. So, and this is a solid, not a, not a liquid. And so you have to be able to produce that quality of experience consistently year over year over year. And that's a very difficult thing. I mean, and, and we have advantages. I mean, we control everything. We control what we grow. We know where all the tobacco comes from. Uh, and it's even hard for us. Right. Now, you know, people say, I've heard people say, Randy, like, uh, uh, you know, eventually isn't every blend that's ever possible going to be blended? But really, that's like saying, isn't they're going to, are we going to run out of songs to yeah, sing, right? Like, exactly. There, there seems to be an uh, unlimited sort of uh, way to blend these. Obviously, you can get tobacco from different regions if you wanted to, Honduras and the Dominican Republic and so forth. But even just in Nicaragua and just even in your portfolio, the dramatic differences from area to area and the differences within those areas, it's it's an infinite amount of ways you can blend this. And then the the, 
the, the tastes of the consumer can start to change. And so you I, might start leaning, you know, more leaning towards, like, obviously we've seen this, right? Remember, like, Double E Harrow, you know, 10 years ago, people were like, wow, Double E Harrow. But now that, you know, that doesn't seem strong anymore. It seems like the, the palates change as well. Yeah, so you have, you have what, the, the, what the market is looking for, and then you have what you're working with. And so there's all, there's all sorts of factors that make make the possibilities endless and 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 i mean again you have seed varietal and there's always new seeds being produced you have the 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 terroir you have the land and 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 there's all sorts of factors in terms of weather and things like that and then you have all these countries that you could potentially blend with but like you said even from nicaragua you could either i mean our portfolio uh in the cigars we make for people i mean Warped has their kind of flavor. Uh, uh, Illusion has their flavor. VI has their flavor. HVC has their flavor. Um, we have our flavor. And so I always kind of compare us to kind of like a, there's 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 different ways. Like like I always say with Placencia, Placencia. If you want North Korean tobacco, they probably have it. They literally have every type of tobacco you can imagine. Whoa. So they're like a bar that has every type of alcohol you can possibly fathom. And there's advantages of that because they can provide you with it. Anyone that walks in the door, they can provide something for it, yeah. potentially. Um, for us, we're more like a whiskey bar. Mm-hmm. And there's and there's a huge variety within that, but that still has a base. So, you know, there's peated scotch, non-peated scotch, bourbon, Canadian whiskey, Japanese whiskey, which all has different characteristics. But it, it, it never tastes like rum. It never tastes like vodka. It never right, tastes like right. gin. And so for us, we're able to produce an endlessly diverse uh, variety of flavors that all are within kind of a realm. And that's, I think, the our advantage our is that when you smoke Aganorsa, you kind of know the world you're in. Mm-hmm. But the fun is, is saying, where in that world are you? you right. know? And so, and so that's, that, that's the beauty of it, is that you can have these combinations that are completely different but have still a, a commonality within it. Yeah, you guys don't t- tend to uh, experiment a whole lot with different fermentation techniques. And we've seen cigars recently that, you know, cool narrative stories of how they fermented sure. this tobacco under the soil, burying the pilon under soil and sort of stuff like that. That's all, uh, I, I think that's always a fun narrative just to see what it's yeah, cool. yeah. about. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, right. I mean, they, they kind of, we're more traditionalist in that sense sure. is that we really, I mean, we're still using oxen to plow the fields. We're, we're, we're doing it all the old school way. We're really, the, the idea for Eduardo is that taking the traditional Cuban methods that worked and providing them resources um, that Cuba just doesn't have anymore. And so it's that synthesis of that Cuban knowledge with Nicaraguan resources. Right. Well, and, and I'd actually say, you know, I don't think you're giving quite enough credit. I thought there was a lot of innovation in the uh, in the shade-grown Maduro yeah, that you true. guys came out with a couple of years ago. And I didn't one, want to say anything. I, say <laughs> hey, I had I I'll had him on my show I'll recently, and I asked him this question. He was like, "No, no, no. We like to we like to stay in the old well, yeah, school." Yeah, well, again, so so that's a great example as well, though. Is that like the, the, in terms of how they grow it? Right. it there's nothing original there. Um, the only difference is that they're taking different, different traditional methods and doing it in a little bit of a different way. Right. So like Maduro is techniques. Yeah. They're they're not going crazy. Right. Right. Yeah. But, but I would, I would even argue that some, some of the techniques that, that, that you're inferring, and there's been several, you know, that have come out over the, over the years, but, uh, some of them come off as more as a marketing gimmick. 
uh, where I, I really did feel like the shade ground Maduro was a definable flavor difference that that was somewhat unique yeah, the, to other the, Maduros. The, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, I mean, if you ta- if you taste shade grown uh, Corolla Maduro, which is our proprietary wrapper, that again, just to, for people that aren't familiar, sure. it's basically uh, we grow the wrapper under under tapado cheesecloth mm-hmm. um, shade, which is unusual for a Maduro, but we take higher primings, which are thicker leaves, and we ferment them for longer, and it produces that dark, rich Maduro hue. Um, so it's Corojo, it's Grunner Shade, and it's Maduro, which are three different things, um, which sounds like a gimmick. In fact, when they told me about it, I was like, this sounds like uh, you're making <laughs> something up here. But, but then when you taste it, yep. it has a different flavor profile. Yep. And so that's at the end of the day, you know, I think one of the things with us that we have a nice combination of and, and is that my role is obviously to promote the brands and bring attention to it and get people excited about it. But I can do, you know, I can do juggling and, you know, pony rides and everything else. If you don't enjoy the product, it doesn't make right. any difference. And so the product itself speaks for itself. I mean, we're really we're a, a product based company. Right. What makes us special is that the back where you grow. We're not that interesting of people. Certainly, I, I'm dressed like Jake from Steak Farm tonight. Uh, we're not a lifestyle company. It's it's, it's ultimately about the product itself. Yeah, right. So we try to build that up and make that people interesting, exciting about that. But it, that doesn't work unless when they smoke the product, they really see that what we're talking about is yeah. is genuine and true. All right, let's uh let's pivot real quick before we wrap up. The rebranding of Agonorsa, uh, the uh, the the presentation you've been going through slowly through the whole portfolio, updating it. Uh, it's that's a monumental task, right? I mean, it you, certainly you, is. Yeah, you can't like one day they're all updated. It takes you know every few months we're gonna. No, it's 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 not easy. So talk about the ones that you've just you're kind of coming out with now that are rebranded and so the core. Yeah, so I think the key thing is that when you. Like and I always give uh, Perdomo a lot of credit for this. Is that like when you look at a shelf of Perdomo, mm. you know what you're looking at. You know it's it's very it's very clear and defined. And you're like, okay, all this Perdomo. And for us, I think uh, that we're not we haven't been there yet in terms of you know we, we have a lot of different looks and and you could see our full shelf of our cigars, but not necessarily know that it's all Aganorsa. Right. And so the goal is for you to look at that and say, okay. Clearly, this is all the same company and the same brand in, in Aganorsa Tobacco. And so we're really uh, beginning to uh, implement those type of changes. Our Anniversario, we've just rebranded. It's got the arm Gorgeous. on there. Uh, again, ke- keeping in line with how it looked previously. Right, right. So Keep it doesn't look yeah, it doesn't look like a completely new, different product, but certainly now it's recognizable as Aganorsa. Uh, we have our core line rebrand we're just uh, about to come out with in a few months, which is uh, Coro. Habano in Connecticut. That's classic all, Cus Fernandez line. Yes, yeah. So that's going to all be rebranded Agonorsa Leaf. Wow. Um, and uh, and then you know just having it uh, be evident on the band somewhere. Our new Cerberus, which we're really excited about, just is is, is shipping. Um, that has Agonorsa on there. Even our JFR, which is our tried and true line. Uh, the guys that smoke JFR are generally the guys we were talking about before that just come in buy their cigars. We're making sort of the seals on there have Agonorsa. Uh, it's just making sure that w- what we want, uh, and one of the one of the best testaments to our success is when, when somebody says, "Oh, I, I smoke this brand," and it couldn't even be, it might not even be ours, uh, proprietary brand. It could be something we make for somebody else. 
uh, they say, oh, I heard this has Zagonorsa, or it's made by Zagonorsa, and I bought it because of that. And that's that's really the goal. And to do that effectively, we have to make sure that people know what they're smoking. Now, when talking about moving from Casabernat, um, that that's really tricky because now you're you're not just changing a look. You're, you're sort of like, hey, we don't even want to be, you know, we we want to really be now thought of as Aganorsa Leaf. And it's been a few years now. And I remember at the time thinking, like, is this this a good move like that's tough like you're literally switching the name of what everybody understands this product to be but now you know a few years later that's we just know it as agonorsely but at the time was that had to be a bit of a risk yeah for, so for me i'll be honest with you when i when i came in you always want to highlight what's special about you you know and so different companies have different strengths and for us uh, as we say our leaf is our strength so it just made sense to turn everything to agonorsa i when i when i came in, I was like, we have to make this transition. And to be honest with you, uh, to give credit to Dan Giolito and Nick Malillo from Foundation Cigars, uh, they they both were like, you need to do this even faster than you're doing mm. it. Like, you need to just tear the Band-Aid off and do it. And so we did it even faster than uh, I initially kind of projected to do it as. Uh, again, Casa Fernandez, there's nothing wrong with it, but hey, there's AJ Fernandez. It's confusing. It really says nothing about us. So for me, it was it was crucial to, to our success. And so um, for me, I never, I never thought that it was anything but a good idea. But to er- Eric's point, the Cus Fernandez line and the JFR line, for that matter, were the two had to have been the powerhouses, the volume movers for the company's production overall, right? Like Agnorsa Leaf, there was a couple of cigars that had that, that branding when you joined. Yeah. So now it, you've built that brand up enough it's less risky. Here we are three years later talking about kind of shifting JFR and, and Cos Fernandez under the kind of umbrella of Agnor Salif. I think it's a lot safer now than maybe three years ago. No. Yeah. I, I would say a, a moment when I kind of knew we were in the right direction is that uh, our, our uh, anniversary, which was Cas Fernandez anniversary. Uh, every year at the, at the trade show, we produced a, an edition of it that is only for trade show attendees. And uh, Dave Garofalo from uh, Two Guys Cigars, he 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 got, he bought it the first year, and the second year he didn't buy it. And he and, and I said, "Well, Dave, why didn't you get this?" He goes, "Terrence, people love Aganorsa, but they don't know that this is Aganorsa. It doesn't say anything about Aganorsa on there, you know." And so, so he felt that that was the yeah, stronger brand now. Yeah, and so and he said we had trouble selling it because you know we have people coming and looking for Aganorsa, but then they don't realize that's what it is. Well, and uh, and so that was really the moment when I, I, I knew it was like, okay, we've really got to no, keep tough. push this yeah. forward um, even more so than we already have. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, you, the average guy walks in, you know, you got to catch him quick. And if, if he doesn't, you, know, you have, if you have to, we have great retail partners and we work really hard with them so that they're putting our cigars in people's hands. And we, and, and that's one of the key parts of what, uh, have made it successful is that we have that they, they, they're doing that for us but at the end of the day um, you need that guy to come in see the brand and say oh Agonorsa and grab it and and you're never going to get to that elite level without that and right. so we, we really the greatest night of our to, lives to, to make sure that when somebody looks at the product they're like okay that's clearly an Agonorsa product so what uh, before we wrap up Terrence what what drives you when you wake up in the morning and you I mean you've been doing this for quite a while now you know what's like sort of like the thing that like man I, I just still love this aspect of the industry 
I mean, I think for me, like uh, I, uh, Bobby Knight, I, he, he once said that he never enjoyed winning as much as losing hurt. And uh, and for me, you're only as good as your last day. man. I mean, it's like you, you have to wake up every day and say, OK, everything that happened yesterday, that's all gone for better or worse. You know, you could have a bad day or you could have a good day and you got to put that behind you and you got to go. I've got to I've got to perform today. I've got to earn my paycheck today. Um, I never, so it's like I, a personal challenge for you. Like yeah, against yourself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's 100 percent about me. Uh, for better, you know, and, and so like, and, and again, uh, uh, you know, Eduardo has hired me. He he put his confidence in me. I, I take that very seriously. I, I you know, and and for me, it's it's all. I always use the joke, you know, AJ, uh, um, AJ, uh, OJ Simpson, uh, you know, in, in 1994, everyone's like, OJ, OJ, Heisman Trophy winner, TV announcer, movie star. This guy is the greatest guy ever, you know. And then shortly <laughs> later, you know, very different, you know, very different opinion of him. This, this and, got and, dark. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> and so you know, it, it, it's uh, you're only as good as your last day. Oh. And uh, there's lots of guys. Ten years ago, you were like, man, that guy oh. is killing it, you know. And they're not even around today, because what they did is they, they, they bought into their own, uh, mm. you know, press, and and they started saying, oh. Oh man, I, I can't do no wrong, and I know everything, and and so for me, it's like when, when I wake up, I'm I'm saying to myself, listen, you got if you don't do it today, it doesn't make any difference because yesterday uh, doesn't matter. I was a little surprised that Terrence didn't answer that. Uh, looking forward to debating me. In I was person. thinking media. I was thinking <laughs> I, I I live. It's, that's just for fun. That's for just for fun. It's, 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 it's it, it's it's such a you know that's just that's just a personal pastime that I enjoy <laughs> for amusement you know to be honest with you. <laughs> no, that's great. Hey, uh, I can't thank you enough. Uh, this has been a blast uh, getting to try the the leaf varietals and and, and understanding validating. So uh, yep. one more th- time, tell folks how they can get the patch, how they get involved with validating. Uh, the whole uh, hashtag and whatnot. Yeah, so I mean, make sure uh, we have Aganorsa Acolytes uh, uh, group on Facebook. Uh, so we do some contests there. Show up at our events. Um, you know, again, we always say the only uh, metric of our success is the consumer's passion for the product. I work for the company. When uh, somebody that that's a consumer says to their friend, there's somebody in the shop that they hang out in. Hey, you got to try Aganorsa. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna love it. That really is what makes it successful. Yep. And so uh, we try to reward that. And so I always view swag and things like that. We don't want to be pay- like, what's it, what does it say if I'm, I'm basically paying you to say something nice about us or giving you something to say something nice about us? But we like to reward that. And so, uh, you know, that patch is just a, a token of recognition that, hey, you know, you're, you're out there promoting Aganorsa and making us right. successful. And I never forget that. No, that's great. Uh, Randy? Yes. Uh Next Wednesday. Uh, Do you want to say anything in, in that you know Macho Man Randy Savage voice? <laughs> Flavor Odyssey will Flavor return. Flavor Odyssey returns. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we, like I said earlier, we did take this week off. Uh, we're in between two segments. Uh, we are what halfway through season four now. We're going into a wild card next Wednesday. It's going to be the. F- it's going to be Could next week. you say this Wednesday? with a little bit more, you know. It's a wild card, right? It's a wild card. It's so a we don't, wild card. Next week. We don't know what it is. We, yeah, so, so we're, uh, we'll uh, watch for Robbie Raz's lives uh, again. If you're subscribed and notif- 
notifications are turned on on YouTube, you'll see the live from Robbie Raz coming, announcing uh, the final selections for the wild card. And then we're going to roll into the next segment, which is Au Natural. Mm. Uh, we're going to be smoking uh, uh, natural wrapper cigars. And uh, again, Robbie will kind of release those. We'll, we'll talk about it next week on, on the wild card show, exactly what cigars those are going to be. And uh, we'll, we'll keep on rolling through the Odyssey. Awesome. Uh, tomorrow we go to the Great Smoke, Abe's big event. Uh, psyched about that. That'll be a ton of fun. Um, and next week, a week from tonight, uh, no smoke night live. I'm, that's my day off. Nice. I'm going to take that one off. So, uh, but I, uh, a special thanks to the boys back in uh, Colorado. Jordan producing the show. Scott and Matt, love Yo. you guys. Hope you guys enjoy your Friday evening. As for us, we're going to dive more into this bourbon. We're going to keep smoking some of these delicious cigars. And until next week or two weeks from now, remember, never, never smoke, smoke alone. Alone. See you alone. Never. The Monte Cristo 1935 Nicaragua was one of the most highly rated cigars of the year. Expertly crafted by legendary blenders Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez, this cigar was blended to celebrate the 85th anniversary of the Monte Cristo line. It is hand-rolled using all-age Nicaraguan tobaccos exclusively from AJ's farm. This bold cigar is bursting with rich notes of chocolate, leather, a dash of spice, and a smooth, creamy finish. Enjoy one of the finest cigars of the year right now at JRCigars.com.